Houthi rebels have continued to attack commercial shipping vessels in the Red Sea, one of the world's most important shipping channels, with fears that it will escalate the Israel-Hamas war. But what does it mean for international trade as well as global security? In a moment, we'll hear from the airport economist Tim Harcourt himself. But first, how significant is the threat to inflation from the Red Sea drama? As the danger in the Red Sea builds, prices might go up as the trade route faces constant attack. Just as developed countries were getting inflation under control, economists are now fearing that prices are gonna go back up again. The connection between the Red Sea and inflation lies in the disruptions caused by violence and attacks in the region. The Red Sea is a crucial route for about one-tenth of global seaborne trade. Ongoing conflict has led to shipping companies diverting routes, impacting travel, time, and costs. The disruptions in the Red Sea really matter because they can have a ripple effect on the global economy. The Red Sea is a vital trade route and any disturbances like the ongoing violence and attacks can disrupt the smooth flow of goods. This, in turn, can lead to increased costs for shipping and energy, impacting businesses and potentially causing a rise in prices for various products and services. Joining us now is Professor Tim Harcourt, Chief Economist at UTS, and also the host of The Great Transformation and so many other programs here at Ticker. Great to see you, my friend. Um, talk to us about the rebels, who are they, why are they attacking non-military ships? And are these different from the pirates in the region that we've been hearing about over the past decade? Yeah, we've heard a lot about Somalian pirates, but the, the these rebels, are it's no secret, they're financed by Iran in the sort of intra- Gulf conflict between the, the Saudis and, the, and Iran. Now, um, a lot of it's intensified, they say, because of Gaza, but they've been around doing this in, in Yemen for some time. And, uh, you know, along with the pirates, it's another threat to, uh, to you know, to the Red Sea shipping route, which is, you know, 12 to 15% of um, global shipping trade. So it's a, it's a big deal, Aaron, and that's why uh, there's a fair bit of concern in economic circles. Certainly nothing to be sneezed at. I mean, we watch this footage, which is playing next to us, and that helicopter shot, which approaches and lands on top of that ship um, and then takes it over, I believe it was an Israeli ship, um, is just incredible. It's like a Hollywood production. The idea that Iran will be backing these uh, Houthi rebels obviously leads us to concerns. The news over the weekend was that the United States may now be preparing, the Pentagon may now be preparing for a longer term fight, a war against the Houthi rebels rebels to try and protect these shipping lanes, that drags essentially Iran and the United States into a flashpoint. Well, that's a concern, isn't it? I mean, at one stage, uh, late last year, uh, you know, US, the US Navy was accompanying commercial ships through, you know, through, through, the, through the Red Sea in case there's an attack. Now there are clear attacks and, you know, the US and the UK have uh, committed uh, you know, to, to, to shooting, shooting these attacks down. And, you know, it's interesting, Aaron, in many ways, um, uh, these, uh, you know, this threat to world shipping is actually hurting the people of the Middle East and North Africa, most of all. People are starving in Yemen. And uh, at the beginning of the Russia-Ukraine conflict, when we spoke about it on your, uh, on, on ticker, um, you know, we were actually selling wheat to Yemen because people were starving there. So the irony of this dispute is it's going to hurt the, the poorer people of Yemen most of all. 
Now, it could take up to 14 hours longer when it comes to alternative routes. Will this disrupt world shipping? I mean, 14 hours doesn't sound like a huge amount, right? It's about half a day. You think about how often um, we can have delays. I mean, I've been on planes delayed for 14 hours. Will it have a significant impact, though, when it comes to the very finely produced and planned area of world shipping? We remember the Evergrande that got stuck in the canal there, the Suez Canal. Um, This obviously is different, but just as dangerous, you'd imagine. Yeah, well, I mean, eight of uh, you know the ten's major shipping lines go through the Red Sea. Now, if they chose to go around the you know Cape of Good, Good Hope around South Africa, that's fourteen to seventeen days onto your onto your time. And of course, there's a drought around the Panama Canal at the moment, so that makes that as an alternative you know, reasonably difficult. So you're looking at either incredible delays in shipping, as we saw during COVID and, and, and so on, or you're seeing a huge increase in risk premium because, of course, you know, the insurance insurance companies will jack up the risk premium uh, knowing that there's possible... That is the, the problem, exactly what you said there, right? Um, we talk about will it affect costs and risks as well, the risk premium. It's unfortunately an opportunity. I mean, we've seen through COVID, uh, as well as the delays that we've seen, the amount of opportunities that we're seeing by business to essentially jack up prices, not just business, many others, uh, unions, everyone, give us more, give us more. Does it, does the Red Sea become an excuse? Well, uh, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good excuse, given that uh, people are seeing footage of the Houthi rebels each day. But you're right. Um, often these people, whether it be Woolworths or Coles or you know insurance companies, they always look for an excuse to to jack up prices. This gives them a pretty good one, and uh, also you know it basically means that uh, the flow on effects with the supply chains. We've seen the Tesla factory in China, um, you know, mm. close for a couple of weeks. We've seen disruption to next to, to food and, and beverage around the world. So there are kick-on effects in terms of the global supply chain beyond the Red Sea. And I think that's the that's the concern that global economists have got. Tim Harcourt, our airport economist, always appreciate your time breaking it down. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Good to be with you.